This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology show. Your host, Meryl Vandermerva, loves using technology to streamline her life and to make lessons more engaging. She is a graduated homeschool mom and teaches homeschoolers at her local co-op classes and online at fundafundaacademy.com. Whether you are tech-challenged or someone who loves technology, this show is for you. And here's your host, Meryl Vandermerva. Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. I am your host, Meryl Vandermeerwe, and today we're going to be looking at organizing digital home resources. I am not the most organized person, whether it's uh, digital resources or my actual home. So I have a guest with me today, Brooke Poston, who is going to be helping us navigate the uh, digital mess that most of us probably live in and help us to make some sense out of it. So welcome, Brooke. Hi, how are you doing? So Brooke is going, I'm just going to, Brooke, if you want to just start off and tell us a little bit about your homeschooling and your website uh, so that we'll know where to find you. And by the way, the links to everything that Brooke mentions today will be in the show notes and you can find those at homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. So Brooke, over to you. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your homeschool business. Absolutely. So I am a mom of five. Um, I am also a pastor's wife. We've been in ministry for uh, years now from the time we we got together. So I knew as soon as we started having kids, I wanted to homeschool. So we've been homeschooling for about six years now. And I started off with a blog, um, The Fervent Mama, which I still own and operate. And it was a place for me to share my faith and just to connect with moms. And from there, I kind of went to, once we started our homeschool journey, I started creating our homeschool resources and things. And I really saw a disconnect between the homeschool parent and the homeschool blogger and parents needing high quality resources and not knowing where to find them. And especially at an affordable price, which is where my company Homeschool Resource Co. came about, where um, we meet with bloggers and brands and we share digital homeschool curriculum on a higher level where we do limited time bundle sales at extremely affordable prices for parents. So uh, all of our resources go through a very strict process of look, uh, being looked at and chosen to see if they're high quality, see if they'll meet our parents where they are, they're valuable resources and meaty and parents can use them in their own homeschools. And they're usually between 95 and 97% off. So because we're in the digital homeschool space, we knew that there were a lot of people who needed help. Um, once they get these resources, what do they do with them? You know, right. how can they use them in their homeschool in a way that is extremely effective for them? Um, because we don't want them just to buy a bundle or to claim a free resource from a blogger or a brand and not know how to add it into their homeschool rotation. So that's where we came up with the idea of showing people how they can um, store and find and use their homeschool resources effectively through the Organizing Digital Homeschool Resources course that we created. I, didn't, I thought this was a great uh, topic for us to cover, first of all, because obviously we're all about tech. So I'm sure most of you are actually buying digital resources, whether, you know, in Brooks Bundles, which you may well have because I um, sometimes participated in those and promoted those over the years, um, or, you know, we're buying from other places because, you know, that is, it is a very easy way for us to be able to, you know, homeschool. And of course, also show sponsor Funder Funder Academy. 
everything they produce is digital. So <laughs> that is another good reason why, you know, to be able to look at this topic. So Brooke, to start us off with, when we talk about digital resources, what different types of digital resources are there? So um, there are courses, there are printables, there are checklists. Um, I like to consider anything outside of your curriculum as supplemental, um, whether that be digital or physical. Um, sometimes a digital resource can be a documentary or um, just a pamphlet that you download from some uh, curriculum or blogger or friend that may have created it and given it to you. So anything that you can um, use online, an online curriculum or a printable that you print directly at home, any a podcast even. Um, there are a ton of educational podcasts out there. Anything that is not a physical product. Uh, that you can use to add into your homeschool rotation, we consider digital products. Oh, I hadn't actually thought about it as broadly as that. Um, you're already giving me some ideas here, which of course, if you're listening to this podcast every week, then you really need this because I literally provide you with a ton of digital resources, almost all of them free every single week as I talk to you about things I find online. So, you know, just every time I mention, because that's the kind of thing we do, we talk about digital games, you know, games that I found online and, um, you know, just we've, we've done podcasts that are, will be good for homeschoolers, you know, all those kinds of things. And every time you listen to something and think that's something I want to use, you now can go and do what Brooke's going to tell you to do. So let's start off with how can we inventory all this stuff? Right. So when um, when you think about organizing your digital resources, we go into in the course, we go into the three different methods of organizing and ways that you can store your resources. But how do you effectively use them? Um, it's one thing to store them in a place and you know where they are, but you still don't know exactly what you have and how to add it into your rotation effectively because we don't want all these resources to just sit there. We're storing them, we, we wanna use mm. them. So we do a process that we call the inventory spreadsheet. It is not necessary, um, but it is highly effective when it comes to finding the content that you have and being able to actually put it to use. So we just have a simple Google spreadsheet. Um, everything that I'm talking about today, we put together in a workbook, a digital workbook that you can uh, use. And it has all of these links in there. The course itself is $8, um, but inside that workbook, which is free, it includes a $3 off coupon that you can use. So the workbook is free. It'll be in the show notes. I'll, I'm going to send over to Meryl. But um, so in there, we talk about the inventory spreadsheet, which is just a simple Google spreadsheet. We also have an Airtable sheet for you. But it includes, um, you just go in and you say what the name of the product is, what the product covers, the product creator, the ages and grades, whether it's evergreen or seasonal, um, if it focuses on a specific holiday, subject, book, animal. So that way, when you go, uh, say you're using your curriculum and your kid says, hey, I'd love to learn more about you know, this animal, you can go and search your spreadsheet and say, oh, well, we have these resources that deal with this animal. Or if you are needing some supplemental resources for math, you can go through and search your math resources and then see the specific grades that you're that you have resources for. Um, so we give you help on how to put all of your resources there in a spreadsheet. And then we also have a place for you to link them. 
which is super important when it comes to organizing your resources, because all you have to do is use that inventory spreadsheet. And if you use something like Google Drive um, or a cloud-based service, all you have to do is click that link and you go directly to your resource. So we think that while it isn't necessary, it is highly effective to use that inventory spreadsheet so that you know what you have and you can put it to use in, um, in whatever aspect you think it necessary. Yeah, I think I'm going to go and create one. With all my classes, you know, it just works for me. I teach in person and I teach online and I'm constantly making new things and I hear about, you know, um, different tools and just being able to keep them in an organized fashion like that. I mean, I do, I do, I use Evernote to, you know, store things. I use Google Note. I have kind of things all over the show. So I have to go back and look for everything. This would, yeah, I told you, this is why I have never actually covered this topic. <laughs> In my 219 episodes, I have never gone in depth into how to organize uh, anything digitally. And yeah, it's there is a reason why I haven't. Okay, so, so now let's look at um, specifically you have three ways that one can organize content, which will help us to think through what works well for us. So what are those three ways? Absolutely. So you can organize directly on your desktop. So once you download a resource from your um, from online or from your favorite blogger or you enroll in a course and you add it to that inventory spreadsheet or whatever it may be, um, you can organize those right there on your desktop because they're downloads. Most of them courses won't be those will be links, which is where your inventory spreadsheet will come in handy because you'll have all of that information there for you. But uh, if you organize on desktop, we always say start broad and then go down to specifics. This is gonna look different for everybody depending on how many kids that you have. Um, you know, if you have one fifth grader, you may want to start at fifth grade and work up. You may not need the smaller levels. Um, if you have multiple kids, you may need these bigger folders that include different subjects or grades or levels. Um, but we say start with just one folder on your desktop that, uh, has your resources in it and then go by subject and then in those individual folders you can go down by grade if that makes sense to you or whatever it is um the only downfall to something like using on your desktop is that it takes up a lot of space so we do mm -hmm. suggest that you use something like an external hard drive uh, and save those resources in case your desktop crashes or anything like that which brings us to the next um, way to organize, which would be using a cloud-based service. Something like um, Apple has a, a service to, that you can use to store resources, or there's Dropbox. Um, there's a couple other ones out there, but my preference is Google because Google Drive because it has so many different integrations and other tools. And actually, if you do purchase the course that we have. Um, the bonus content shows you how to use Google Classroom and um, another resource to actually integrate your the content that you have in Google Drive. And then because your spreadsheet's already in Google Sheets, it's it just kind of all ties together and works. So my preferred method is Google Drive Cloud Service because it stores it for you. It's free um, for a large amount of space. And then if you need more space, it's extremely inexpensive. And it has a highly effective search tool. So once you start getting into the specifics, um, you can search that content on a higher scale. Uh, and it's, it's accessible from your phone, from a tablet, from all your devices, because it is cloud-based. It's not directly on a desktop. So we've got desktop, and then we've got a drive 
or a cloud-based system. And then you have old school, which is not my preferred and not <laughs> something that I suggest, which is printing all of your curriculum or your supplemental resources or, or digital resources, because not only does it take up physical space at that point, but there is no way to digitally search. And then you also have to, if you don't want to use your master copy, you've got to make copies and all of those things. So we do not suggest that method. We suggest that if you're going to do something, go with a cloud-based service or at least have yourself an external hard drive for your desktop um, service. And we go into specifics in the course and in the workbook, we even give you some examples, some screenshot examples, but the course is video. Um, so we go into a lot more specifics there on how you can sort it out, what folders can be uh, helpful. But again, we, we can't go too far into those things because homeschooling looks different for everybody. You know, um, it, it depends on maybe you're Charlotte Mason or maybe you're eclectic or maybe you just need some supplemental things to hone in, which is where um, we think digital supplemental resources are so fun because they can meet your kids where they are. So that's one thing that we always have people come and ask us, like, what if, do you have a full curriculum? And that's something we do not offer and not something that we want to offer because we believe that homeschoolers should have the opportunity to choose what works for their family. And we just want to give them the extra resources to help, whether that be break up the mundane or hone in on the interest or um, develop specific skills or fill, just fill holes or gaps where they see their curriculum might miss or that they want to go further with. And that's why we love digital curriculum so much. Well, I must say that um, I'll give a second vote here for um, Google to use to organize it. I now do that um, spe specifically for my co-op classes because I kind of do those on rotation. So it's, you know, every couple of years, I'll come back to teach a class and I keep everything scored, stored per week. That's how I do it. You know, I have folders with folders inside it. And then I have um, the links, you know, to whatever that they're going to. And, you know, you know, um, I'll just upload if it's a file that I need to print out. I'll just upload that. It will all be there. And it's so easy for me to come back and do it. So I, I thoroughly enjoy using it as well and I just want to mention again here show sponsor funder funder academy we have the type of supplemental resources that Brooke is talking about here we do have um full full-on classes that are graded and they're asynchronous but they you have deadlines etc so we have that for the middle and, and high schoolers but we do have um web-based unit studies so those are do in your own time. And they're just on the topics that have interested those of us working at Funder Funder who felt like we'd like to create something um, that's just standalone and they they last for about a month. They, they're four modules each and you can take as long as short as you like and you can use them with all your kids. And then we also have um, what we call teaching resources, which are games. And again, they've been ones that largely the, the teachers at Funder Funder Academy, most of us teach at our local co-ops. And we've made we've made games that are digital, and so we sell them really cheaply. And as you as you said, it's perfect if you see one and think, oh, buy it, to put it on that spreadsheet because then when you get to those topics, you know it's all there. Or when you get to a day when your kids are just crabby and you need to do something different, you can go and go, oh, which games have I bought? And you can just quickly print off the PDF and and play. Right. So Brooke, thank you so much. Um, I. I have looked, Brooke did send me a copy of the workbook. So I can tell you it's high quality and is very useful. I would thoroughly recommend you go and download it. As she said, that is free and it will give you a coupon for the course. 
That course would be ideal to do um, coming up in summer. You know, if you're too busy right now, homeschooling, that's the kind of thing where you can you can learn something and your kids can be out at the pool and you can be sitting there with your laptop and learning and getting yourself organized for the next year. So it will be in the show notes, homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Brooke, thank you so much for coming and sharing all this with us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. And thank you all for listening in again. Do join us on Facebook in our Homeschooling with Technology podcast community and share this episode with a friend who you think maybe needs some uh, tips on how to get more organized. We would also obviously appreciate a rating and review. And see you again, same time, same place next week. Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandermerva. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.